Hello, everyone. Welcome to season two, episode 11 of Live in Conversation. Um, so obviously there was no episode yesterday. I posted on my, on my X, on my Twitter, whatever you want, you might want to call it. Um, I posted on there yesterday that, you know, obviously I had a lot of stuff going on yesterday during the day. And obviously I can't really record a podcast episode at like, you know, nearly like 10 p.m. So, you know, we, we unfortunately couldn't, uh, put that episode out, um, yesterday, but I am back. Um, unfortunately it did have to land on a Thursday, so, um, I might end up recording two today. I'm not really sure just yet how that's going to work out, but, um, we definitely, I will, I, there was no one else on the, on the podcast. I'm here alone, but, um, (laughs) you know, uh, I'll be back here on Monday, obviously, because it's Monday through Friday type deal. So yeah, but, um, you know, I actually have been just like on the, on the Twitter, on the, on the Twitter, what in the hell am I talking about? I, I've been on, on, um, like Twitter X, whatever over the past couple days. And, and I mean, it, it's, it, it's a disaster. <laughs> if, if we're being completely and totally honest, it's a complete disaster. All the stuff that's been going on lately, you know, now we have, I believe it's, it's, um, the American Israel Alliance, whatever. Um, they're like trying to push this false narrative that just because we don't agree with the far right government of Israel and how they've been bombing Palestinians, they try to spin that as anti-Semitic. Meanwhile, you know, Nearly half the people I know are Jewish. <laughs> Literally, more than half the people I know and talk to on a daily basis are Jewish. So their whole point is nullified because, you know, and I've I've always been very vocal about, you know, <clears throat> how I'm not really religious. Um, for the most part, you know, there's obviously the little bit where, you know, I was, I was very experimental in a means where it was like, you know, I was trying to see which, which, uh, which religion really fit my belief set and, you know, what, what could possibly, you know, work for me. And, you know, eventually I came to the conclusion, none of them really conformed to my belief set. And obviously I'm not going to start my own religion. That'd be a little ridiculous. So, you know, I just decided I'm not religious. You know, it's fine. You don't have to be religious. There's nothing, you know, forcing you to be religious. So... You know, and one of the one of the religions that I briefly tried out was Judaism. I tried that out. I tried um, Catholicism out yet again, or Christianity, whatever it's called. I had tried that out briefly. Didn't really work, you know, just because I can't believe in all the standpoints, you know. I'm not going to be able to <laughs> agree with only certain points of a, of a religion and then be able to agree with the rest of them that I really don't agree with, you know, that that's not you know, the type of person I am, I have to agree with the entire thing to agree with it. You know, um, I can't make compromises that compromise my beliefs. And that's how it should be, um, in the world of politics. Not, not in terms of religion of, I mean, in terms of religion, of course, you know, it should, it should, your, your religion should follow your beliefs and what you believe in. That's totally what I believe. But in politics, it should be similar, if not exactly the same. People should not be supporting, a group or a, or a person in particular, just because, you know, they hail from the same party 
as somebody you really liked. Or, you know, another example, you know, they're the closest thing that you know of. You know, a plenty of other politicians um, tend to run in elections and they just get completely ignored by the media. Me especially, you know, if you know about my campaign, you're already on the trail there, I am, you know. It's, it's been a very long battle just to be recognized. I don't know what in the world that noise was. It's been an extremely uphill battle just trying to get recognized by the people that um, run I side with, which is, you know, more of like an all-in-one um, polling website for American politics. You know, they do the polling in terms of, you know, interest and how many people believe in this person and, you know, that sort of thing. But they also show people, you know, and this isn't an ad, by the way, and they also show people, you know, who most fits their belief set after they do like a short quiz. I did it. No shocker here. My top two candidates that popped up were Marianne Williamson and Cornell West for the presidential. I mean, you know. Those were, of course, going to be my top two. And then I went back to like 16 and 20, you know, Jill Stein and Bernie Sanders for 2016. And then 2020, it was just, it was Howie and it was it was Bernie again. Because, you know, I, I've always agreed with, with the Green Party's ideals, you know, because they all make sense. You know, capitalism has failed the American people at the end of the day. And, you know, a lot of people, and I, I heard this argument the other day, and it kind of pissed me off to an extent where they said they're not we're not mad at um capitalism we're mad at corruption but we're not mad at the corruption well we're mad at the corruption yes but you cannot this goes to show that you cannot have a capitalism in such a political world that isn't corrupt in some way or another and you know People tend to stop talking about the corruption when it is corrupted in their favor. And that is something that I despise. You know, even if something is corrupted in my favor, I still talk out about it because at the end of the day, it's corruption. It's corruption. You can't ignore corruption, even if it is corrupted into your favor or into the favor of your belief sets or your ideologies. You can't just ignore it because that makes you a hypocrite. You know, certain people, and it's the same thing uh, that happens with a lot of things, uh, you know, the um, Constitution is a big one. They use they use um, articles of the Constitution. They use, you know, different amendments and different parts of different amendments to basically make up a false narrative. And this isn't just the Republican Party. This is the Democratic Party as well. This is every single party that is in the main party. The two-party sphere, which is Democrats and Republicans, they both do it. They both take parts of the Constitution, and they wave it in people's faces. And here's the thing. I personally believe we just need a whole redo to the Constitution. Not to completely, like, burn it in a fire. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, we need to get rid of a bunch of stuff. I'm simply saying, when I say that, is that... This is the 21st century. This is a whole new age. There are technologies we didn't have back in 1776 that we have today, obviously. I mean, it's it's been a couple hundred years. I mean, <laughs> like, obviously we're going to have had technological advancement in mass numbers 
since then, you know, now we're developing, like, robots and stuff that can, like, bring you a cup of coffee. Like, it's insane what scientists have developed. We developed a vaccine um, in, like, a year, and it actually worked. You know, and, you know, of course, there's a whole political aspect to that, too. And, you know, I'll touch on that in a minute, actually, because that's another good thing to talk about. But, like, you know, we, we developed a vaccine in, like, a year. And it actually had shown some uh, some effects, which which is great, you know. And a lot of people are always like, when somebody dies nowadays, mysteriously, they're like, "Vaxed" on Twitter. They always have "Vaxed" and then a bunch of question marks. And it's like, shut the hell up, you absolute piece of shit! I am going to fucking scream square in your face. Like it pisses me off beyond belief when people say "Vaxed" because you know damn well. If it does not matter if they were vaccinated or not. This hails from just conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory that QAnon and, and, you know, the Republican Party just want to spew. And, you know, I find that ridiculous. I also find it ridiculous that it's allowed. It's allowed to continue happening. You know, they believe in a person that literally leaked... President Obama's address on his own social media platform that he created. Like, this guy legitimately committed espionage. This guy legitimately, and this is factually proven, and this is all with evidence and everything, and the MAGA crowd chooses to ignore it, you know, and they try to use the the, uh, mantra of, you know, innocent till proven guilty, and you are innocent till proven guilty. But... When there's so much overwhelming evidence that is public access, free roam, anybody has it, and there's still supposedly a ton more (laughs) that hasn't been released yet, oh, that man is guilty. I don't care what you tell me. The amount that we already have as public access is astronomical. the, the, The verdict should be already out at this point, in my opinion. You know, just based off the sheer amount of evidence against him that is actually in our possession, let alone the remainder that, that you know, they, they still haven't publicly, they might not have publicly released or even obtained yet. There's definitely more evidence out there. If they were able to find a legitimate audio recording of this man bragging about uh, certified documents that he stole from the National Archive, I mean, does that not proves to you that he legitimately committed this crime when there's literal audio evidence that was publicly released as a part of the whole, I believe, um, what they would call it is the, um, the discovery. Like, the entire, the entire discovery was just dropped pretty much, and you're gonna negate the fact, and you're gonna try to a lot, uh, avoid the fact that there's an audio recording of, of this person that you look up to so much legitimately bragging about stolen documents and how he could have declassified them when he was president, but didn't. He never said that he, he actually declassified them, and he didn't. He did not. Whoa. <laughs> Yon tried to escape, but he did not once declassify any of those documents or even try to so you know the whole aspect of oh he tried and it was denied is out of the picture because there was no evidence or proof that he ever actually tried 
to start the process to declassify documents. Um, you know, and, and it, this also, it just, it just so ridiculous because how does that make any sense? How does this continuously happen? And then there's people at the Iowa State Fair, like basically screaming at Mike Pence with Trump shirts and Trump signs talking about how he, they're basically to MAGA, to the, to the MAGA cult. If you think about it, Mike Pence is kind of like Judas, if we're comparing things to religion, because they seem to not like the whole separation of church and state thing, you know, that's pretty much what they're painting them as. They're painting him as, as the public enemy number one. They're, they're painting him as a traitor, as a backstabber, as a liar, um, when none of those things are true. In, in all seriousness, none of those things are true. He upheld the Constitution. Do I agree with his policies? No. And I still don't, and I never will. But it, did he uphold the Constitution on January 6th? Yes, he did. Now, to the best of his ability, I have no clue. Because, you know, I haven't looked at every single millisecond of, you know, security camera footage from January 6th. I looked at whatever was publicly accessible, but I never looked at every single second of it, obviously. You know, I don't have time to kill just looking at a screen all day, looking at some security camera footage from like three years ago, you know, or well, two, but still. So it's like, you know, from the bits that I have seen, I mean, that crowd seemed pretty angry. And then there was a very big Trump ride just replied to this one. Um, before I started the episode, there was a very big Trumper on, on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it that basically posted body cam footage from inside the Capitol on January 6th, where supposedly these officers peacefully, or they, they said that apparently the, the angry Trump, right, in quotes, their stupid little quote marks, had apparently been peacefully escorted outside of a, from to, to to be taken out of the capital. They were escorted out of the capital peacefully, and while you know they might have chickened out when they got inside the middle of the goddamn capital and stepped up to the podium, I don't blame them. I mean, you've just gone into one of the most secure buildings of all time <laughs> in terms of our of our government. You know, you're probably going to be a little, little flabbergasted. And, and so, you know, I don't blame them for, for getting a little scared. But at the same time, why are you complimenting these people? Like, honestly, they're, they're trying to honor January, people that went to January 6th and got inside the Capitol. They're trying to honor these people as like American heroes and patriots when they're not. They're criminals. They broke the law. The ones that are still not been caught yet are fugitives. Am I am I not right? Am I wrong? Because that seems pretty factual to me. Um, and you know, <clears throat> they they always they always just try to come after Jack Smith. And <laughs> it's like leave the man alone. <laughs> like you're mad because he's indicting somebody that you think is is like a god like come on people honestly i would love it if they all one day decided and i saw this 
they were apparently a lot of MAGA voters, um, a lot of uh, Trump supporters, are are th- are threatening to leave the country, um, if Trump is is convicted, and sentenced to prison. So you know what, I really hope he does get convicted and sentenced to prison, and I hope he loses this election. I hope he loses the primary. I hope he loses the election. I hope he's convicted and sentenced. First off, because obviously that's how justice will be properly served. But secondly, just so that we could see if they actually followed through on their promises. And also, if they do follow up on their promises, I'll be the first one in line to go flip them off. I mean, you know, I I, I don't like them. <clears throat> They're all ridiculous. And then And then, you know, Trump wants to just insult Chris Christie and it's like really dude like he he flat out said Chris is somewhere eating right now and then when somebody in the audience screamed that he's a quote-unquote fat pig Trump then wants to act all nice and sweet and innocent being like oh no don't call him that don't call him that I'm the angry little annoying orange don't call him that like come on dude like Remember that that um viral viral sensation on the internet back in the 2010s uh early 2010s the annoying orange where it was like the orange like an actual orange and then someone's face was on it and it was photoshopped and a really annoying voice he was just annoying as hell I think they were trying to tell us about Donald Trump I think that was like whoever whatever like, a force is above us, like, running this universe. I genuinely think they were trying to warn us about Donald Trump. <laughs> like, nobody likes that annoying orange, really. Like, no one was obsessed with him, obviously. And it just kept getting worse and worse and more and more annoying. Like, we should have saw this coming. But, you know, we didn't expect him to run for president. And we didn't expect him to actually win. <laughs> Here's the thing. We didn't expect him to ever run for president. Then we didn't expect him to win the primary. Then we didn't expect him to win the general election. And then we all got together collectively and said, what the hell has this country gotten to? (laughs) Like, what has happened? I mean, Hillary isn't really a great option either. But like, what the hell? Like, how how did this happen? (laughs) How did we elect this dude? And the answer is obviously the Electoral College being rigged. I don't know why I've been yawning all day. I'm not even tired. I it's just it's just yawning for no reason. I'm I'm very, very weirded out by it, but um drink some coffee, hopefully that helps. Um So basically, like you know I forget the point that I was talking about. <laughs> You see what happens when I drink my coffee? I just, I just, it's like a whole mind reset. Um, you know, I I just, I just don't know how to feel about the whole mega crowd. Um, you know, that, that's why I wish like third parties had more recognition. And that's coming from somebody that's running in a democratic primary for, for governor of like the biggest state in the country. Like, if we're taking things into perspective, which in this instance, I am taking things to perspective and how they are into perspective on a national level, we, we need, we need third parties 
I honestly think we need a, a, a segue party into a new system. You know, we still need our democracy, which means, of course, we're going to have more parties still. But we need a party that segues us into the concept of not just voting for two parties, but instead prioritizing maybe, you know, four, five, six parties, you know, all having them be very big and notable. You know, if I had to choose six parties, um, obviously I'm going to include the two original ones, Republican, Democrat, we're going to include those. Um, you know, the Socialist Party, the Green Party, Libertarian, you know, just as an added bonus, I guess, you know, and then Forward, um, which if you don't know Forward, it's, um, it's the party that, um, Andrew Yang actually created. And, um, you know, I've actually been in quite a couple of their, um, their Twitter spaces, um, and they're actually all really good people. They all have brains, and if you don't like their policies, it's fine, you know, you, you, you have the whole goal of, of this party isn't to, you know, agree on a, a set, strict, you know, position. It's just to realize we, we don't need to you know, polarize our politics even further and just make the gap even larger. We need to bridge the gap, collect everybody together, no matter what sides they were on. I mean, we need to go forward. We need, we need to fucking progress this nation one way or another. We need to make some fucking progress because this nation has been stuck like 30, 30 years in the past, 40 years in the past, we have been stuck multiple decades in the past for decades at this point. So it's like we hit the pause button at some point in time, but the pause button's a little like tricky and it's a little messed up. So it's like, you never know what's happening. You know, we ended up getting Biden and now inflation is, is like the stock market. It's like all the way up, all the way down, all the way up. Like it just never ends and it's tiring because these prices are ridiculous. Went to the store um, yesterday. It was like it was like for all the prices. I can't even remember particular prices because I was about to faint in that grocery store. I'm not gonna lie. I went into that Walmart and I almost passed straight out on the floor. Like, and it it's like you get a flashback to what these prices used to be. And it's like how did we let this happen? Capitalism, that's how we let it happen, my friends. We let it happen because we let capitalism continue to suck the life force out of ourselves and out of the U.S. dollar. That's that's exactly what happened. You know, the stock market, the capitalism, all of it, the trickle-down economics, everything, all ended up ruining the U.S. dollar, ruining the economy. And at the at this point, we, we could probably find a way to save it. You know, we still have a while, I believe. Inevitably, there's going to be a point where, you know, it's not going to be useful anymore. But currently, as of right now, I feel like there is still a solid chance. If we elect the right officials into office, not just president, but also House, Senate, state legislatures, state senates, you know, if we elect the right officials and if we fix this broken, corrupt electoral college we have, we could really fix the U.S. dollar, we could really fix the economy, and we can get rid of these band-aid solutions that 
prefer short-term profit maximization for corporations and billionaires and instead turn that into a system that allows for short and long-term um, profits that allow for livable wages and, you know, just livable economic conditions. Um, we, we need livable economic conditions. That's, that's the top thing we need right now. We don't need drag bans. We don't need this and that and that and this, you know, we don't need all these, these crazy ideas. We need economics and an economic system that allows for life to prosper and to allow the American dream to once again become a reality instead of a fantasy. You know, we need to allow all these things to come back into fruition and, and you know, we need to bring these things back. Um, you know, it, it's ridiculous that, you know, we left um, these things in the first place. And I think instead of just the goal of rebounding back from the, the, the issues that we have right now, you, we need to do that, of course, but we need to set further goals. We can't just say, oh yeah, we need to fix the problems and we're just going to stop it right there. It's fine. You know, bye-bye guys. No, we need to keep going. We need to continuously improve the quality of life and we need to constantly lower the cost of life, lower inflation, lower the gas prices, lower everything the rent costs, utility bills, like all that. We need to lower all those things continuously. And we need to drive the value of the U.S. dollar up. You know, we need to make sure that the U.S. dollar doesn't become a valueless currency, you know, because then it becomes virtually useless. And, you know, there's a bunch of currencies that I could pull up right now that are examples of valueless currencies and you know then they ended up having to adopt our currency or another nation's currency imagine what what the the vir- imagine if the US dollar became virtually worthless right imagine we we ended up in such a bad economic situation that there isn't even a rebound possible for the US dollar don't just worry about yourselves worry about all the nations that actually depend on our currency beside ourselves Economic, like, the economic world would fall apart, not just in our nation, but in several other nations that depend on our currency as, as their primary and official currency. You see what I'm saying? It's, it, we need to not just focus on ourselves, and we do need to focus on ourselves, but we also need to realize that, you know, things that we do have an impact on the world, especially in the environment. Um, so, yeah. But... I I don't know, man. It it's it it's all just incredibly confusing, incredibly stressful, and I understand why it is because you know there's a bunch of misinformation, there's a bunch of lies, there's a bunch of trolls, there's a bunch of extreme partisan people, and you know if I agree, I mean I don't agree. Oh my goodness, why do I keep yawning? <laughs> this is not ideal. Um, so it's like, you know, whether you agree with them or not, I mean, there there's one common belief between all working class Americans, and that's that, you, you know, we need livable wage. <laughs> um, now parties disagree on how we're going to achieve that. One party has a logical solution, the other doesn't, in my opinion. You know, but even then, both parties, you know... We just need to pick 
which parts of certain parties are the best, which parts are the worst. And we need to take all the good things, use them, implement them forward. And then all the bad things, we just need to chuck out the window. I mean, there's really not that many good things about the GOP. But, you know, I think all, all aspects of the GOP are practically ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. But let's go scroll. All right. And my episode of the podcast decided to just stop working. I gotta stop yawning. This is annoying me now. Um, I went to try and go on... What's it called? So, yeah. Huh. Hmm. It's a little ridiculous. Huh. Roughly a hundred people welcomed Marianne Williamson while singing the lyrics to Pharrell's Happy along with the band. Okay. Gotta love Marianne. Marianne's amazing. Why is nothing happening? The moment that I go to record an episode, nothing is noteworthy in the news or on Twitter or anything. But, you know, when I, what's it called? Um, <laughs> like, when I'm just alone, not recording an episode, everything in the world ends up happening. Like, what in the world is this? Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, Ron DeSantis said Thursday that he would be open to dropping bombs on Mexico to combat drug cartels. Okay, Ron. Um, listen, I know you want to become a dictator and all, and you want to be like the number one dictator of this nation, but you just, you need to shut the fuck up. All right. Just shut, shut, shut the fuck up. Okay. No one wants to hear it. Half the people in Florida probably want to kill you, um, and the other half are, eh, you know, they're on the fence somehow, so it's like, just shut up, okay, okay, Ronald, just shut up, no, no one cares, yeah, no, nobody cares, so, (laughs) that's ridiculous, 
Um, so yeah, let's see what else is going on. I don't know why. I, I feel like I'm being way too quiet when I'm, like, scrolling through and trying to figure out, like, how to, like, do topics. Um, because, like, nothing is happening, really. But, um... Yeah, so I don't know why nothing's happening right when I decide to record an episode. But <laughs> I should probably start doing some, like, somewhat topics again. You know, just to compile some articles and stuff. Like, I feel like I should start doing that. But, um, yeah. So, I'm probably going to end the episode here. Yeah, I'm going to end the episode here. Um, I might record another one, though, because I feel like this one was really full of, like, stutters and breaks and gaps. Um, so, yeah. But, um, anyways, uh, thank you all for listening, um, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.